Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We study a Ramban in Parshas Vayakal that I want to study together with the Hebra. Before we study this Ramban, I want to share two things on my mind. I want to share a sugya. Rabbi Yechiel and I were studying, we've studied this sugya together, and it's a sugya I want to share with the Hevra that this is zero preaching. I'm, I'm, Revezi talks about talking to yourself as a speaker. Here I want, to, I want to pound this into myself and do it with my friends. I want to literally pound it into myself. Every instinct of mine is not this is not what I'm about to explain and I'm trying to work on myself and I want to study this together. At the time of Kabbalah Satira, so we, Maish Rabbeinu saw Hashem that under his feet were the sapphire, Livnas Asapir, the sapphire brick was under Hashem's feet at the time of Kabbalah Satira. And what the message to Klal Yisrael at the time of Kabbalah Satira the message to the Jewish nation is Hashem is that when we were in Mitzrayim, slave labor and working hard, Hashem had a sapphire brick in front of him. Hashem was feeling our pain. The sapphire brick represents that the Rabbi Shalom was looking at our labor and was feeling the pain of Klal Yisrael. And that existed at the time of Kabbalah Satira. That's what Hashem was doing. We know there are Memches Kinyani Atayra, there are 48 Kinyani Atayra, but the Kinyan Atayra that we're most pointed to at the time of Kabbalah Satira is Hashem as Livna Sasapir under his feet. It confused me because we live in a finite world of time. So I was like, how do they see Hashem at Kabbalah Satira with a sapphire brick while we're in Mitzrayim? That was such an earthly question. It's almost funny. Because in, they're seeing Hashem, there's no time. There's no, Hashem's Hayyah, time is very earthly. When they saw Hashem, you're seeing past, present, future. You see a world much deeper than time. And they saw Hashem that at the shas of our difficulties, Hashem is being nice, chaveri. And at the time of Kabbalah Satira, that's what Hashem wanted us to learn and see. That he's nice, chaveri. That he's busy feeling the pain. Busy feeling the pain of another yid. It's interesting. I have this desire, I, inexplicable. I can't explain it. I have, I have a desire to go to the kever, to go... I, there's different places, we all have bucket lists of places to go. And there was a great, great Rebbe who was busy feeding Yidden and taking care of Yidden. And he was, that was, usually by our greats we have Svarim. We have all different svarim that we study from our greats. And there was a tzaddik who was busy doing chesed. And we don't have svarim to study from this tzaddik. And yet there's a drive, there's a chukah to connect to this tzaddik who was all about 
chesed. There's a drive to go to Kistir and to connect to the Sadik. It's very unique. A cynic could mock that drive. Of course, cynics could do a lot of things. But I just talk about somebody who I have a drive to go there. And I listened to a speech. A Talmud Chacham was speaking by his kever. And a Talmud Chacham, I just heard Mamish recently, a Talmud Chacham speaking by his kever. And he spoke about Avram Avinu is the, is starts a 2,000 year period of Kabbalah Satayra. And he spoke that, he said that it says, Tyrus Tchilasai Visaifa Gemilus Chasadim. Tchilasai Gemilus Chasadim, it says that the Rabbanu Shalom clothed Adam and Chava. It's Saifa Gemilus Chasadim, Hashem buried Maishra Abbein of the guy. So it's Tchilasai, I always thought like the whole Tyre is dominated by Chesed. He explained that Tchilasai Visaifa means the Akdama to Tyrus Chesed. To be shayich to Tyre, you have to be a Baal Chesed. That's what it means, Tchilasai. Visayifai means, and what happens from learning is deeper Chesed. There are many things like this. Semcha, to acquire Tyre, it's a prerequisite for Tyre, but Tyre also makes you happy. It both brings you there, and so the Haschala to Tyre, Tchilasai, Gemilas Chesed, means. The world needed to experience Avram Avinu. To, this is the chesed, this is what the Torah produces. You're like, oh, the, wow, this is what's meant. When you understood that chesed, you were ready, you were shaykh then to learn. And of course, the Torah produces higher madregas of chesed. That's tchilasev yisayfeh, gemilas chasadim. Somebody was speaking about this rabbi from Kistir, that he was a chesed of kindness. He called himself a shamish. He was busy serving and doing. He was giving out potatoes to Yidin his whole life. He was taking care. He was a chefs of chesed. I, this, what Hashem wanted us to see, B'Shas Kabbalah Satoy, was noisei ba'olim chaveri. To feel and experience, to be noisei ba'olim chaveri, to carry the load with our friends. I had the opportunity, Rev. Josh this week brought a friend and I saw the type of chavah Rev. Josh is to his friend. It was a big lesson to me. My instinct when somebody comes with pain is to try to solve. It comes from all different places. It comes from not feeling. So you try to solve and you try to help a person out. And of course, of course, if we could do something for somebody, if an ani comes, give him money. But of course, if a person comes, chaser a pillow, so give him a pillow. But of course, but there's a midah that Hashem wants us to know about b'shas kabbalah satayra to be nice to carry the load with our friend, to feel what he's feeling. In the case of the rabbi Shalaylam, Hashem had a sapphire levain in front of him. But what does that help us? <laughs> We're in Sarah. Hashem also, Shrimta Bigalusa, Hashem also was feeling our Sarah. There's a tremendous help to another person if we can feel what just be with them where they are. Be with them where they are. There's an instinct, either I can help or you run away. Don't run away. Don't run away. Hear and be with somebody where they are. No say So I wanted a chazer. It's not it's not this week's parsha. We're, we're, we're handling. We're, we're headed straight at Yitzias Mitzrayim. But I wanted to handle. I wanted to handle with the chevra this mid. I saw Reb Josh with a friend. 
display this behavior of being there for another person. And I always, always a good time to hazard this midataiva that obviously is something Hashem Bishas Kabbalah Satayra wanted us to be aware of this mid of learning to experience what somebody else is experiencing, to try to feel what somebody else is feeling. There's a very like teenage expression today. Very Yishma people say, I feel you. I like that a lot. I feel you. I'm trying, I'm just learning to feel, and then if I feel, I can feel you. It's a beautiful expression. A generation that's feeling has this expression, you feel me? I'm trying, I want to feel you. I want to feel what you're feeling. To feel what somebody's feeling. I once told my friends, Rav Josh, I once told the Chevra, my father showed me a book. When I was a youngster, I read a lot of Holocaust books. They, I think I find very interesting. Our generation thought a lot about the Holocaust. I grew up with my Oma, so it was in front of us. We grew up with people. My mother had no grandparents. We lived, the Holocaust was very part. Kids of today are not growing up. Chesed Hashem. They're distant Chesed Hashem. The kids of today are not reading as, we, we read a lot about it. We were reading about our families. So we, my, me and my brothers, we read a lot. My, one brother read extensively. We, we've read up about it. We lived more with the kids today are reading less about it. That, much further removed. Chesed Hashem. They're growing up with in the kindness of Hashem. But I read a lot of books. And my father showed me a specific book. And this book, very, very difficult challenge of a family that grew up underground. For like two years, they were, living in a, they, they were living for two years, basically, on their knees. They were in a hole in the ground. A guy was throwing food down there. They were hiding from the Nazis in Marshallim. They lived for two years. They had for about a year of the two, they had a transistor radio. That they had, they were listening to stuff, they were down in a hole in the ground. Now the author of the book was in the ground, and the author, she's writing this book 50 years after the incident happened. 50 years later, she expressed only one of the years they had a radio. The second year, it was, the Xavier increased, Nazis were around, they couldn't even make noise down there. So the two years, one year they had a radio, tapas, you hear, they could hear sounds, news, zach, and, the, that, and they were listening to the radio during the first year. And a guy, on, they had some pirate station, they were listening to things from Britain. And some guy on the radio said, he spoke on the parliament floor, a Yid, spoke on the parliament floor, floor in Britain, and he said there that if there are Jews anywhere hiding, we're thinking about you, and we stand, we stand along with you. He said on the radio, he, he was on the British parliament floor, he was miles from them, couldn't do anything to help them, they were in a hole in the ground. And he didn't know about them. But he said, if there are Jews anywhere in the world, you're hiding somewhere in Germany, we're thinking about you, we care about you. Fifty years later, she was makirtayv. Fifty years later, she had gratitude. She, it warmed her heart. She wanted to thank that Jew on the British Parliament, the floor, that he said, Epis, if you're hiding somewhere, we're thinking about you. Fifty years later, it still meant something to her. The power of I feel you, I feel what you're going through, I feel you. A guy told me, a friend of mine, 
he criti- he's ye- years later, he said, I was going to a tzara. He said, and I came to your house. He said, you were telling me this etza, that etza. He said, I went to a different friend. He said, he put his hand in my chest and I said, I'm with you. He said, I burst out crying. That's all I wanted from you. I didn't want to hear an etza. I wanted to hear you understood. I didn't want an etza. And our instinct is to solve, resolve it. We don't always have eights, but we can be nice say, well, we always can feel. And much deeper than our eights is, I feel you. I feel you. I think that expression is a delightful expression. I feel you. I think it's wonderful. But I think it's wonderful if we could talk to say to somebody, I feel you. I feel you. So I wanted, a, I wanted to express this midah that was the midah Hashem showed us Bishas Kabbalah Satayra. It doesn't connect to the parasha. We're a group of friends. One of our friends showed me a tremendous... I felt, I, I felt this week I saw a friendship in this midah. I thought when the chevra gathers I would talk about that for a few minutes. I want to share one more thing that's on my mind that I have to share with the chevra. All of us have a tzipisal Yeshua. We have it inside of us. All of us say a semach David and we say We crave your Yeshua Hashem. It's in us. It's in us. It's in us. Do we always tap into that want? Are we afraid? Mashiach is a scary subject. We have our own questions, our own uncertainties. Change in general scares us. But yet there's a part of us that says, Chazal told us to say it because it's in us. And every Yid, Chazal said to say it, means it's true in every Yid. And yet, that we can't always be in touch with that Tzipis Yeshua, with that craving for Yeshua Hashem. There's a time that, that I once in a while have this chos of feeling that sense of a Tzipis Yeshua at a chasna, one of the little things that happens at a wedding is before the chasn walks to the chuppah, we put ashes on the chasn's forehead. Put the chasn's dress so nicely. They always feel a little badly. Like the guy looks like a million bucks. It's a beautiful new suit. White tie. The guy looks his... Mamash not a crinkle in his, in his shirt. He looks his shoes. And then you walk up and you put a little ashes on it. And his hair is made. You always, I don't want to touch. I don't want to mess up like everything. Should, like apologetically, you take a little ash. You don't want to... He looks great. You put a little ashes on his head. I don't say it every chas that hits me like this. But sometimes it's a, a chas. I think to myself, this chasen's about to build his bias. It's accelerating. There's a lot going on. He's about to build his bias. He's about to start the, the joy, the excitement of building a bias. Bias nemam thrown. And I think to myself that Hashem's bias is not, is not built. I think to myself, and, and what we're saying to the chasen, you're about to build your house. Hashem's house is not built. And you feel a sense of tzipisa Yeshua. You feel a sense of a tzipisa. You put the little ashes on the chasen's head. And we say, chasen, you're building a house. It's wonderful. Hashem's bias is not built. And it gives you a chukah for, for the bias to be built, for the whole, for the house to be whole. So it gives a tzipisa Yeshua. 
I want to say to the Hever that I'm Zaych in the last 24 hours to, to have two sons come back from Eretz Yisrael. And the feeling, the children home is such a good feeling, your children home. Children, I, 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 I used to see Josh when his son Yankee would come back. It's a good feeling. Your son belongs. The son next to him. They come in. With just a son home. A son near the tata. Son's, son's home is delightful. Son's home is a delightful. You don't need to do a lot. You know, let's go somewhere. Let's, let's just chill with your son and a tata. You know? I, I laugh. You did see that. I was reading an article. The Baba Tzali used to visit his son. And they would sit in silence for an hour. Then he'd go back. Then he would drive back a long distance. So people have all the, it's like very childish, people told me, they talk like telepathy, what do they call it, like, you know, like some Kabbalah, they're, it's, it's, so, it's like funny to me. They don't know what it means, the father is sitting with his son. The father is with the son, like, you're not looking like, oh, let, let me, I'm sitting with my son, it's not like, well, I'll fetch you a bowling. That's when two guys, like, don't like each other so much. You try to think what we should, I'm just sitting, we're just chilling. We're just lighting the bat, when Yankee comes on, what should we do? I, I, I don't know. The son maybe gets a little, the tata for sure is just enjoying his son. It's not, but if he wanted to say something, Baba Tzali also could say something. He was enjoying his son. His son was a, was a big person. And Baba Tzali was entitled to nachas and, and the son soaking in the love of the tata. He, didn't, he was soaking in the tata's love of him. But there are a lot of talk too. Imagine then the words when they exchange. Amazing. The, the Ava. So I want to say, I want to say, Hever, that, that the opportunity, the opportunity in the 24 hours, I'm not thinking this the whole 24 hours, but the opportunity that a father wants to be near his sons, that a father craves to be near his sons. And I want to say about the Rabbanisham that a father craves to be near his sons. I want to say that. I want to say that a tata craves to be near his sons. People, I, I told you in the past, people ask me, how do you know your view of Hashem is right? The Torah calls a father an av. I know a father wants to be near his kids. How do you know? Because I just look at my life. A father wants to be near his sons. And Hashem's a tata. What? what, what? That's how I know. Because <laughs> he's called Avinu Malkeinu and, and Davinu Avinu Avarak. He's called Avinu. And I, tell her, I promise you, should we, should we get the Sifrei Tari out? Should we make sure? A father wants to be near his sons. That's just the facts. That's a, how do I know? Because my sons came out from Eretz I enjoy being near my sons. A tata wants to be near his sons. So I want to say that. I want to say that for us to know in our own relation, a tata wants his children. I want to say that in terms of we see others, a father wants his sons. A father wants his sons. A tata wants his sons. I think that it's a beautiful, quiet in shul, is a great rally. Excellent, excellent. People should pray in shul. Let's have a rally. A tata wants his sons. A father wants his sons. A father, there's a new rally. A father wants his sons. That's, that's just to know, to know that very, very deeply and profoundly. A father is craving his sons, wants his sons, wants to be near his sons. That's just a fact. I wanted to share that with Hever. Let's learn a Ramban, Rabbi Say. Ramban as follows. The story behind this Ramban, it's a Ramban, a, a life-changing Ramban. I want to say over, I was there to bring a group of Hevra to the great Mir Rosh Hashivah, Rabbi Falsh Giant in Tyra, Midas, giant, Tyra and Midas, tremendous, tremendous, giant in Tyra and Midas, humility, 
just tremendous human being. And I was Zaycha that he spoke to the Bachram. I was the translator. I had that. He spoke in Yiddish. They had a worse Yiddish than even I had. So I would like listen and translate for the guys. And when I went there, he told us this Ramban. We, we, he learned Chumash with us and learned Shtikl Tarin Gemara. I was Zaycha to translate both. And he told us this Ramban, so I heard it from Rabbi Frau Shmulavitz, his beautiful mouth. And he was quoting his Hail Gatata, Rabbi Chaim Shmulavitz. So I want to share with the Chevra what he said, but then I want to study a different Nikud about this Ramban. What he said, and we study this Ramban, but you can't pass by. I heard it from Rabbi Frau Shmulavitz's mouth. I want to give it to you. We've learned it before, but let's learn it again. I, I'm trying, I connected, I was translating for him, I felt I was his mouth. You almost heard it directly from Reb Chaim, because I feel I was like Reb Fall's translator. You cannot hearing it from Reb Fall. I translated for him. You're getting very close to Reb Chaim. So, so listen to what he said. The Pesukim, it says, Every, very, this Pasuk, if you ever try to just translate this Pasuk, it's murder to read. With this Ramban, you'll understand. they came. Every person who had an Esiyah Salev, who had an arrogance, if you will, I don't want to confuse the guys, we're talking about a good arrogance, a guy v'diktusha, in the Lashen of the Ramban, like a good type of guy for self-confidence and a sense of who we are. So they came, every man who had an Esiyah Salev, every man who had a good type of guy showed up, and everybody who had a generous spirit, they gave donations to the Mishkan. Very difficult pasuk to read. The generous people gave gifts. They were filled with the spirit of generosity that they wanted to part with their own items, hard earned, their own, and give over to Hashem. That's the generous spirit. What's the Nesiyah Salev, the Gaiva, that every man who had a Gaiva showed up? What's, what's the Gaiva? The generous spirit compelled people to give. So the Ramban explains that besides giving items to the Mishkan, they needed people to help with construction. And says the Ramban, the Nesiyah Salev, he says, Nobody went to college. Nobody was taught the skills necessary for the construction. So there was nobody there to do it. People with a gaiva said, We're here, we'll do it. Um, how do you know how to do it? So the Nasiya Salev is people who showed up and they said, We'll help construct. The Nadiva Saruach, the generosity, is people gave money and items for the Mishkan. The Gaivas, people said, we're going to help in the construction. Now they had no ability to do it. Nobody taught them. Says the Ramban, They found in their nature the capacity. It's interesting, my Rebbe's father-in-law was a Yidra Bleib Nekritz, big Baal Musser. And he said in, in Kabbalah Svarim, a person's called an Oilam Katan. What's in a person's in the world, what's in the world's in a person. And he said in the world there's this weird thing, bizarre thing, that oil makes countries wealthy. 
There are countries that have, you know, in upstate New York, there's like a whole color war. Yes, fracking, no fracking. Like signs, anti-frackers. Fracking is to get the oil that's under the ground. And there are whole countries that became very rich or fracking. They get oil and metamol, like this penniless country, becomes gazillionaires, trillionaires from oil. He said, what is this in the world that this under, deep underground, you pull up oil and bang, you're rich. He said in the human being, that's the koiches tmunas from Leiden Eckwitz. He said, people have risiko koiches. I remember when my son one day like figured out he's an artist. I started drawing after to see maybe I'm an artist too. I tried singing after that, you never know. It, neither one worked. But people have koiches tmunas. People like all of a sudden, I remember he discovered, mitamo. One day he thought he was like me, like he couldn't draw. And one day, like he was an artist, like happened. I'm modern Amaisa. But people have tifa koiches tmunas. Reb Leib Nekrit said that oil in the world is the koiches tmunas in us. We have koiches that we can't, that it comes out at times we couldn't have guessed. And all of a sudden new koiches, new possibilities, new powers come out. That's what he said is, is the oil in the human being, is the koiches tmunas. The Ramban says that here they had no capacity. They were not trained to do this intricate work. And the Nesiyah Salev, the Gaiva, was the presenting themselves and the sense, I can do it, Matsui B'tivri, and I can do mentality. Said Rabbi Falsh from the Tata, that he said, as Mimuz Miken, if we must, then we can. Don't ask, you think I could do something? As Mimuz Miken, if we must, we can. And he said, like an attitude of can do. People come to so many things. You think I could do it? You think I can't? There's a, there's, some, there's a job necessary. I remember years ago when the yeshiva started. I remember talking to one of my best friends. I remember I and and I sat down together. And we were completely overwhelmed. We were two kids. We were even younger kids than now. Like looking, I, we don't know what we're talking about. We're two kids. He, he knew maybe, but I didn't know what I'm talking about. We were talking about the overwhelming sense <laughs> guy, but guys start saying Rebbe they start saying Rebbe I'm looking around for my father Rebbe <laughs> Dan Daniel Danny I don't know and people and we were talking together being mechazik and Rebbe Fall said from Rebbe Chaim as mimuz miken if there's a need then you can if there's a need and you have a need and you see something that's necessary as mimuz miken and he gave he gave such a chizik years later I read from a blazer Brody Rablazer wrote he's a Talmud of Ravarush. And he wrote that when he, he said he was like a big guy in the Israeli army before he did Shuvah. And I saw I, I read from him. And he said on himself that he said in the army where I was, we couldn't afford to ask on certain missions. You think we could do this? We have a guy now, a Bachar now, from Gay Tzadik's in a very like crazy battalion in the army where they do things like this. And he said in his battalion, they don't ask, huh, you think we could do this? They do crazy missions. It's necessary. And their attitude is, he didn't quote Rav Chaim, as Muslim we can, if we must, then we can. This is needed, we're doing it. It's, we're not asking, you think it's possible? This is necessary. So then they figure out and they do it. And he said, when I became from my attitude to Yiddishkeit, other people ask, you think you could learn Shas? He said, I didn't look at Shas. You think I could do it? I, he said, I, didn't, I never learned before in my life. 
But a yid, a yid should know shas, the shas, as me mozmiken. If we must, we can. He said, I approach Yiddishkeit with that attitude. I read that him right, that that attitude. And I heard from Rebbe Fal Shmulevitz from Rebbe Chaim, and he based it on this Ramban. That they didn't ask. There was an announcement. We need people to build. I picture the scene. Like everybody's looking at each other. Nobody knows how to do it. You know what? I could do it. That's it. A gaiva. You need it? I could do it. I, I we don't know how. But even we're going to figure it out. Matsubitiva. And he spoke such an attitude. That there's a need. Stand up. I think many of us in our lives cower from difficult things. We look to maybe somebody else, and if somebody else can, but there's an attitude in our lives, as mimuz can, if we must, then we can. And you find kaychas tmunas. You find strength. I heard from the Mirash Shiva from his own mouth. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard to, you know, certain statements, the statement's important, this statement's important, but who, it's hard to picture a human being of eight billion that I'd rather hear these words from. His essence, when a person's essence and their words both say the same thing, it's like deafening, it knocks us over. Reb Nassim Svi Finkel, this ear is heard it from his mouth, and the man said over, the tzaddik, the Mirash Shiva said, Responsibility gives power. I say this on our children, by the way. On our children, big time. Many of us, I'm talking about the first topic, to feel our children. Many people just feel, I can't. I can't. This one, this one, I can't. And, and men are especially good at running away, so we don't feel, so we, you know, and, and get involved. Responsibility gives power. Stand up. As mimuzmiken, if we must, then we can. Responsibility gives power. I heard that Nasan Svi Finkel, the Rashiv of the Mir, the man ravaged by illness, running a yeshiva, raising the money, giving the chizuk, giving the love. I heard his mouth. One of the most precious things that these ears ever heard in their lives. Achrayis kept koiches. Responsibility gives power. Take on the achrayis, but take it on. Take it on. People step forward this Ramban. We could do it. They must have looked at each other. Sugar, we could do it. There's like delicate building. I picture a guy like me. I can't build. I can't change a light bulb in my house. Maybe these guys were a, li- a little more advanced. They had no training, the Ramban says. And this was intricate work that needed years of study. But there was nobody to do it. So they stepped forward and they said, we could do it. And they found the capacity to do it. Responsibility gives power. People stand up and take achrayis. And they find strengths and abilities. We've all seen it. You see, people, I, I never thought this guy could, and all of a sudden the guy could do things we find in ourselves, powers and abilities and strengths and organization that we, we didn't dream were possible. Responsibility gives power. So I was to hear from Rabbi Fal Shmulevitz the Shmuz. It may, <coughs> I hope it made an impact, and I hope giving it over to you makes an impact in our own being accepting responsibility to tasks that sometimes feel like, am I even equipped for this? I never was trained. This is totally out of my league. But step forward and say, if we must, then we can and find the capacity. But I want to share 
Now on this Ramban, we could, we can go, if we called it a night, we'd be good, but I want to share another Nakud on this Ramban that I need to tell you this year. It's, it's, this, is, this is driving me a lot. I had, uh, my kids just came home and somehow we had a, a conversation emerged amongst my, we had like a very serious conversation. We were talking a lot about building and idealism and constructing and creating things. Shuls, yeshivas, koilalim, day schools. We have people here that are, that are building big things. And, and, and certainly we come from Avram Avinu. We're idealists. Avram built the greatest construction of idealism, Klal Yisrael. So, of course, we're handling the parishes of the Mishkan, making a place for Ashra, Sashrina, building and creating structures. But, of course, we're a people that build and create. But I want to say about this Pasuk is there were people that were generous and gave items. The Balegaiva gave themselves. There were people that gave items. That's wonderful. They gave items to the construction of the Mishkan. But the Balei Gaiva and the Nesiyas Halev gave themselves. And what I want to say, and I want to say all of us, we have desires to build and we should build. We're building mishpachas, mefuaras, beautiful families. Build, build, build. Avada build. But also know that we're big and Hashem wants us. He wants our construction, but He also Nesiyas Halev. Not just giving, He wants us. We are big. Be in touch with your bigness. I have seen people big, build big stuff and they're probably zeichet to build big stuff because they're big, but they're not in touch with their bigness. They don't live with their bigness. They live with katnos. They're not in touch with their bigness. And, and by the eagle in last week's parsha, it's I saw in Svarim, in, in beautiful Svarim, it says they, they were like shas to the edyoy. They didn't, they weren't, Lashas, Pashtus means they didn't pay attention to their crowns. Few psukim later, Hashem says, take off your crowns. Now some people ask Astira, Lashas, many Rishayim learned means they took off their crowns. Then a few psukim later, Hashem says, take off your crowns. So we took it off already. But I saw in Svarim, in Holy Svarim, Lashas means that they had the crown, but it didn't mean anything to them. At the point you have it and you don't pay attention, you feel detached, some just take it off. It's not doing anything anyway. But there's a madrig of Lashas, of not paying attention to our godless, of not knowing that Hashem wants us and our godless and be in touch. We can build big structures. That's Nadiva Saleh, that's wonderful generosity. And you're giving and creating and making. But understand the Siya Saleh that God wants us. That we're big people, we're big people. Be attentive to our bigness. Be in touch with Nishamas. He wants our prayers. He wants our Limerat Taira. He wants us. The Rabbi Shalom wants us. Besides our things, He wants us as if we're big people. And to be in touch with our bigness. To be in touch with Nishamas. Hashem wants us. There are times we forget us and we almost want to build things in lieu of us. A person almost feels small, it's like I'll big, build something big in lieu of me. I'll, I'll give something big. <laughs> in lieu of Shalach Manis, I get stuck. In lieu of giving myself, I'll give in lieu. <laughs> a guy sent me a letter. A guy sent the Purim. A guy sent me on Purim. In lieu of giving you Shalach Manis, I decided to give somebody else. He knew, he knew what I meant. <laughs> 
He knew my kanos on any mitzvah to talk like that. But okay. <laughs> but I wanted to share that Nesiyas Halev, the Gaiva, that Hashem wants us. We're big. Big, 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 big. We're big. We're Nishamas. It's a Mitzvah. But we don't have to, but we have to pay attention to the Godless. We have to, from that place, our Tefillah, our Torah. Hashem wants us in a Siyas Halev. He wants us. We lose attention to that from chatam, from challenges. We, we don't pay attention. And then sometimes we get an adiba saruach to give things, and we don't, but, but from me, give ourselves nesiyah salev, a gaiva. The Rabbi Shalom wants us and who we are. And avada, big people, avada also flowing. The, the things we give, when the things we give flow from who we are, then each it matches, it fits. Big things from big people, and we're capable of big things. But we're capable of big things because we're big people. Don't pay attention to that also. To the Nasiya Salev, that Hashem wants me, my tefillah. The Rabbi Hashem wants my tefillah. My Limanat Torah of 10 minutes. I saw the Piyasesna. The Helga PSS and I saw him ride in Chavis Talmidim. He's talking to teens. I peek, I hold them still a teen. I don't tell anybody, but I hold them. The wife says, Don't play ball, you're, you're older than them. I don't tell, I don't, I don't know, I haven't, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> so I looked at the Chavis Talmidim, he's talking to teens. It resonated by me. My archever, we understand each other, it will resonate by you. <laughs> and he says to teens, He says, Hashem wants your Torah. He said he describes how the angels, he describes the angels are going wild when we learn for five minutes. The angels, the, if you ever read the Perak Dalit of Reb Chaim Velazhin, describes the world on high, what they're thinking when we learn Torah. What's happening? The Malachim are dancing and kissing every word. And the Chavis HaTalmidim, the PSS, who taught youth, and he's talking to the teens, describes the value of our Torah, of our Avaida. It's something that has to be hazard in a generation that's struggling with shame and struggling with feeling small and just feeling that way to get in touch with the Nasiyah Saleh, the essential bigness of a Yid, to enlarge the sham of a Yid and to live with that bigness. So Hashem wants my Torah, Hashem wants my Tefillah to take our Tefillah seriously ourselves. That's an Nasiyah Saleh of the people who present themselves, not just their items. I was talking to my kids, of course, doing big things, but of course, but coming from big people, we're capable. I, don't, I used to say, become big. I say now, be in touch with your bigness. Become big. We're, you can't be bigger than a soul. You could just be in touch with your soul. You could, you could live with your bigness. Become big? We're big. We're big stuff. It's intelligent. Become big. So everybody's okay. I don't know. I can't. It's, 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 you have a soul, tough luck. Hashem put neshama down. Be in touch with the neshama. Come, it's big stuff. Our Torah, our tefillah. He's talking to youth. The PSS, was, was written to our dark mamish. And he writes there to teens. We can peek also. Don't, don't tell you, don't tell you, you know. You can peek, don't tell anybody you're peeking. But he's talking to teens. He speaks about the largeness and the importance of our Avaida. He describes it in beautiful detail. Stomach could I say to read, but he describes in detail. He's, he's producing an Asiyas Halev, a Gaiva, of the people who come to the Mishkan. I picture a lot of people giving gifts. 
And then the precious ones say, I'm here. What are you doing there? I'm giving myself for the Mishkan. I'm needed here. I'm not giving, I'll give gifts also, but I'm bringing myself. Let's give ourselves, let's live with our own bigness, and from that place accomplish big things. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including Mara McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.